Hello everyone and welcome to the very first episode of the Goblin 6 podcast. My name is Hobbs182 and I am the founder of Goblin6.com. Goblin 6, uh, what is Goblin 6? Uh, Goblin 6 is a Resident Evil fan site founded October 1st, 2017. So that would be uh, Halloween season, uh, very appropriate. Uh, so uh, yes, uh, welcome everybody to the show. If you stumbled on to this episode either on YouTube or if you know if you have been following the site, uh, welcome everyone. So the first thing I want to do is um, I don't want to call this show the Goblin 6 Podcast because I think the name is too long and I hate saying the word podcast over and over and over. So what I want to do is um, I want to pick a name for it. So um, following a website tradition uh, for anyone who has been on the site, uh, you may have noticed that, um, for example, my avatar is uh, the character agent from Resident Evil 6. Uh, and uh, anytime we use any branding for the site, uh, we usually choose, well, for example, like on the streams as well, we use characters from, uh, well, for example, Agent, that's my avatar. An edited version of Agent is uh, Goblin, who quote-unquote is the administrator of the forum, but it's actually me. <laughs> yeah, the website is a one-man operation, so as well as... Um, on our streams, uh, we use characters uh, from uh, Umbrella Core, and uh, basically any branding for the site features, I'm sorry, uh, features uh, throwaway characters from Resident Evil that you know, either people don't like or hate or both. So following that tradition, the name I'm going to give this show is Spectre. So Spectre is a character from uh, Resident Evil Operation Raccoon City, which I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with. <laughs> so yes, um, so rebranding right away in the first episode. Uh, welcome to the very first episode of Spectre. Okay, so yes, the show will be called Spectre. All right, so um, again, so what is Goblin 6? So a Resident Evil fan site uh, created by me. Um, so why did I decide to make a Resident Evil fan site uh, 20-ish years, 20 plus years into the series? So... I uh, first played Resident Evil in the early 2000s. It was uh, Resident Evil 2. And ever since then, I had the idea of creating a website. And I actually started back in the day, you know, gathering gathering everything I could. Uh, files, um, character images, uh, enemy images, uh, maps, inventory, items, weapons, etc. But of course, me being young and naive, I did not know anything about... Um, about backups or storage, etc. So, I was working on a, I was working on gathering all this info on a laptop back in the day. But of course, the laptop went to shit, and I lost all the info. So then I dropped it, and I slowly got back into it. So let's see, we're in 2018 now. I slowly got back into it around 2015 when the idea uh, resurfaced about. You know, finally doing this, finally creating a Resident Evil fan site. So yes, I finally in you know 2017. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll you know I'll just um, we do have one rule here at Goblin Six. Uh, <laughs> it's funny I say we, but you know it's a one man operation. But I feel kind of a jerk referring to myself as me, 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 or I, I, I. So I'll say we when I refer to whatever's going on on the, on the site. <clears throat> 
So we do have one rule here, uh, you know, we keep it real. So there will be a lot of swearing. Uh, you know, it's not for shock value, it's just that's the way I speak. Of course, um, you know, if the situation calls for it, you know, I will. You know, at a job interview or something, of course, I won't be swearing up a storm, right? But, you know, uh, yeah, anybody listening to the show, you know, I consider them friends and family. Uh, regardless if we have met in person or not. Um, but yeah, I mean, there will be a lot of swearing. So the reason I decided to make the website finally in 2017 was basically I decided to get my thumb out of my ass and finally do it. Uh, fuck it. I had no idea how, how I was going to make it. I had no idea what the site was going to look like. I had no idea how I was going to put it together. All I knew was I had a bunch of folders with the reference either um again game files uh character images enemy images all that stuff so yeah i finally decided and we finally went live uh, again uh, october 1st so halloween season that way i won't forget the anniversary of the site <laughs> so so what do we do at goblin six um so it's uh when the site launched it was pretty bare bones uh we had descriptions of games and, you know, a few thumbnails, trailers, if the, if they were available, you know, high-res trailers, uh, preferably from Capcom or one of their channels, you know, Capcom UK, Cap, Cap Community, whatever. So on the site, uh, we do have news, uh, Resident Evil news, but since, you know, games are few and far between, uh, besides Resident Evil news, we will have also news on creators, like key creators in series, like, you know, Shinji Mikami. Hideki Kamiya and, you know, Platinum Games and Tango Gameworks, uh, whatever they're doing outside of the Resident Evil universe. And, you know, we also have a forum set up, um, but as of <laughs> this recording, nobody has signed up. So please, uh, anybody interested in Resident Evil, well, I mean, everybody interested in Resident Evil horror, comics, games, TV, movies, whatever, uh, music, you know, please come and sign up for the website. Um, if you're new to Resident Evil and barely getting into it, there is a security question on the webs on the forum. This is to prevent uh, spam posters, because I have been involved in setting up other forums, and the second you leave it open, uh, there will be so much porn posted on it that it's not even funny. Like I mean, you know, like everybody you know, I like you know some porn myself. I consider myself a connoisseur of erotica, but god damn it, you will not see so much porn in your life until you find a forum that has no security questions and it's funny because mostly eastern european stuff but um you know i appreciate that they like porn but you know please you know keep that at home this is not a for a form a porn forum so uh, <laughs> so yeah so we do resident evil news forum and we do stream as well no uh, we stream on twitch so you'll be able to find all these links uh, in the description of the episode as well. So I'll, I'll be posting that. So on the streams, um, you know, again, it's mostly my, it, it is myself. And I slowly started bringing friends on, either people, you know, in person here, here into, into the studio, or either buddies of mine online. So what, what we will be playing there are, of course, Resident Evil games. But again, there are only so many games we could go through. And I don't want to be playing the same game over and over and over. So, for example, if we were to play the Resident Evil remake, you know, you either play as Chris or as Jill. So that's twice. Maybe you could do it per difficulty. So that's three difficulties. So that could add up. But eventually we will we will run out. So we will be playing other Capcom games, other Capcom horror games, 
other games created by uh, X key figures in the Resident Evil universe. So again, something like, you know, The Evil Within 1 and 2, something like Bayonetta, um, you know, Devil May Cry, uh, God Hand, stuff like that. And of course, a lot of retro stuff, because we really, really like retro here at Goblin 6. So um, what will the podcast focus on? So uh, we're going to try and do a weekly show, uh, preferably every Friday. And of course, we will be discussing Resident Evil. Um, But just like the website, we won't be focusing specifically on scoops. Uh, we will be focusing, uh, so for example, this first episode, which I'm actually going to label episode zero, uh, since uh, it's basically an intro of the site uh, and what we're doing. And then after that, you know, we could have an episode dedicated to, for example, Resident Evil 2, Resident Evil 4, Resident Evil 6, whatever. And then again, as well, we will reach a point where we will run out of uh, Resident Evil specific discussions. So since the game is, you know, a survival horror, well, started as survival horror, uh, you know, it could be, you know, anything horror-related, movies, games as well. So we will keep it fresh. And just like the streams, uh, I will try to bring people on. Uh, (laughs) Hopefully, um, I mean, I have a few people in mind. um, But also, if we were to interview someone, which is something I do want to do, it will not be, for example, there are people who have interviewed... uh, uh, DC Douglas, who's, you know, the the voice actor for Wesker, or other voice actors that, you know, have participated in the series, which is awesome. That's great. But uh, us, we're going to do something different. Um, I am more interested in uh, speaking to people within the community. So, for example, uh, right now we do have an interview. It's not a um, an audio interview. It's, uh, you know, we're keeping it classic in the beginning, so it will be basically uh, a typed interview so something that people could come to the site and read and we have reached out to a couple of resident evil fan sites so far i've only gotten a response from one site uh questions have been sent out so we should be getting those shortly and posting them on the site uh pretty well, you know as soon as we get them so i'm really excited about that because um this is someone who i thought wow it'd be it would be awesome if this person was the first person that we could uh get uh get a hold of an interview and they have agreed to it so that is very exciting i won't say who yet until you know it's finally live but um yes very excited about that so yes uh, you know remember uh so the website goblin6.com uh there are links to the forum twitch and youtube but youtube will youtube will be hosting the the um the podcast uh but um, they're mostly um, the the uh, the streams that are recorded, so you can catch them there as well, just in case if you know Twitch takes them down or whatever. So uh, this being the first episode, I wanted to give a little background of myself, of you know my taste and sort of what got me into Resident Evil and gaming and horror and all that. So I want to start with horror. So. Um, I love scary movies. Uh, I love, love scary movies. And the more I can get a hold of, the better. Preferably, um, you know, anything outside of uh, American horror. So, for example, uh, the I think I would say the two main movies that got me into horror were Halloween and the original Child's Play. Um, Halloween, though, it's funny. The first Halloween I saw was Halloween 4. And it freaked me the fuck out. That, that intro in Halloween 4... 
If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. But once I started watching the movies, um, I mean, the original Halloween, John Carpenter, uh, you know, Halloween theme, you know, Laurie Strode, Haddonfield, Illinois. You know, curiously, you know, Goblin 6 is located in Illinois, so that kind of speaks to us. Uh, so that was awesome. And, you know, now that I think about it, um, Child's Play as well, you know, uh, at Chicago. So, you know, fuck it, I'll just give it away. We're based in Chicago, Illinois, USA. So, you know, you have Michael Myers, and you have Charles Lee Ray slash Chucky. I mean, damn, it doesn't get better than that. And actually, a bonus um, a side note, the in the original Child's Play, the street where, uh, where Charles Lee Ray is murdered, it's actually Wabash. And my college is walking distance from that area. So that's awesome. So that's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, within horror, you know, a lot of slasher stuff. That's awesome. Uh, you know, some psychological stuff, you know, slash paranormal is really great as well. But, um, I really like, for example, The Mist. I think that's probably the best modern horror movie personally for me. And along the vein of The the Mist, uh, The Void as well. Uh, for anyone who hasn't seen The Void, it's a little bit of a imagine uh, Assault on Precinct, Precinct 13 original slash The Thing. So I don't want to say any, you know, give anything away for anybody who hasn't seen it. But uh, yeah, I mean, of course, anything with zombies in it, you know, I'll watch. Um, I know the Resident Evil live action movies are not uh, that welcomed in the Resident Evil community. But uh, yes, I have seen them. I do have them. I did enjoy them uh, to a point. Obviously, you know, it doesn't. It's a adaptation of the series, but not a faithful, faithful adaptation, of course. But I mean, I had fun with it. And, you know, uh, J-horror, K-horror, you know, uh, Train to Busan, stuff like that. You know, that stuff's awesome. Um, so a little bit of uh, my gaming background. Um, I grew up in the late 80s, early 90s. So I am kind of dating myself there. <laughs> but, for example, everybody I knew owned uh, an NES, a Nintendo Entertainment System. And, you know, I saw it. It was okay. It didn't really catch... You know, it was cool, but it wasn't great, again, to me. So, you know, I saw Sega Genesis, uh, you know, back in the day, and Sonic 1. And that just blew my, you know, 8, 9-year-old mind. It was, it was different. It was... It, was, it almost had a rock star quality to it where like Nintendo, like Mario was fun and all, but it didn't feel special where Sega, it was more edgy. Um, you know, you had a clear contrast between Sonic and Mario. You know, yeah, Mario ran, but to a point, but Sonic would just blaze across the screen. Uh, and it was just, it was just awesome. It was like, like seeing your favorite rock band for the first time, right? Or, or favorite band, period. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm a, uh, a child of Sega. So, you know, you know, I'll just sound off a few of my greatest hits. You know, Sonic 2, Streets of Rage 2, uh, you know, Sonic Adventure, uh, Altered Beast, Echo the Dolphin, um, uh, The Amazing... Uh, no, no, it's not Cosmic Experiment. Spider-Man vs. the Kingpin, you know, Sega CD. So... That, you know, that's definitely a big part of my background and the arcade as well, because uh, besides residing, you know, besides living the majority of my life in the U.S., I have been lucky to live in other countries. And for example, 
I lived in Mexico. And the arcade scene back then, it was fucking awesome. And a Neo Geo was a big influence as well. For example, I mean, I've seen it now and it's kind of, it's really unfortunate. Arcade, the arcade scene in Mexico is dead. The arcade scene in the US, you know, is pretty much dead as well. But for example, back in the day, I mean, I had a group of friends and we would we would all get together and say, hey, let's go visit, you know, Dude A and go to the arcade by his house. And there was a specific selection of arcade titles there. And then, oh, hey, let's go visit Dude B. And there were different titles at his local arcade. But for example, you either had a Marvel versus uh, any type of Street Fighter Alpha. Actually, when Street Fighter Alpha hit Mexico, it blew Street Fighter 2 out of the water. Uh, you had Darkstalkers as well. And uh, any Metal Slug, preferably Metal Slug X, which is my personal favorite. Any soccer uh, Neo Geo arcade cab as well. So Neo Geo Cup was probably the best one. Then a close second was Super Sidekicks 2. And uh, damn, it was just, just amazing seeing so many games. And yes, you know, today you could emulate stuff and whatever. But, you know, back then it was an experience going to the arcade, dropping in your coin or token, whatever they offered. And, you know, trying to beat Metal Slug with your buddies or seeing who could unlo- uh, who actually knew the code, the, 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 um, the character selection combo to actually select a white Venom in uh, Marvel vs. Capcom, etc. So, um, Mexico is very important to me besides of my heritage is um that's the first that was where i first discovered resident evil and what led to this entire mess (laughs) and to where where we are now website podcasts streaming all that etc so again i was living in mexico in my early teens i was in high school and i was visiting uh we were visiting a store for example for anybody in the u.s this was like the mexican target and it was actually called Gigante. And, you know, the chain is dead and gone, um, long forgotten. It's actually kind of funny now that I think about it, how Resident Evil 4, well, Resident Evil 2 and 4 are like my favorite entries within the series. So the first time I saw any mention of Resident Evil was at the store named Gigante. And Resident Evil 4 has an enemy called El Gigante the giant so that's pretty funny so i was at the store gigante and uh my parents were off shopping and you you know i like to read my wife actually makes fun of me because you know she says i'm a nerd because you know i like to read and i listen to podcasts and i like to you know look stuff up so it was uh a resident evil resident evil 2 walkthrough in spanish of course and on the front they had a render of leon in his rpd getup and for anybody who has seen the uh, Japanese uh, label for the Nintendo 64 version of Resident Evil 2, where it has Leon and Claire just standing there looking awesome with Raccoon City in the background, it was that render, but of Leon solo. And it said in Spanish, it said, uh, can you survive the t- terror of Raccoon City or something like that? And then it said uh, the complete walkthrough of Leon. So, you know, I, you know, you know, the render by stuff like, wow. And then, you know, can you survive the terror? Zombie infested streets. Oh, shit. So I opened it up. And of course, it had no fucking uh, screenshots whatsoever. I'm not sure if they couldn't get them, if they were too cheap. 
or <laughs> or whatever and um so you know i started reading this thing and it said you know it had it was really it was written very well so for example it said something like you know uh opening scene you walk away from the fire the streets are infested with zombies you run through the street then you turn into the alley and head into kendall's gun shop so like just that alone like well, fuck man my my imagination just started going off you know just going off the rails like oh man what does this look like raccoon city oh my god it's it's infested with zombies oh shit there's fire on the streets everybody's dead oh my god kendall's gun shop holy shit oh sorry <laughs> my cell phone just went off i forgot to mute it so yeah that was you know fuck hold on fuck man let me mute this it's funny um you know you have your phone on you all day and the second the camera's rolling it doesn't fail and it's not stopping right let me mute that right so um so yeah i started reading this thing and i read so fast and i was so into it that time just flew by and my parents took so long at the store that i, I actually sat down <laughs> in front of the book section and read this whole thing from front to back so you know that always stuck in my mind and it's funny uh you know another thing why mexico is so special to me is that's where i met my wife so uh she's a gamer as well and uh, we started talking one day and i told her hey um uh, she had mentioned the playstation one which you know was the console back then and you know of course i didn't have one so we were chatting, chatting it up one day at recess, and uh, we, you know, talking about PS One, and I had, I told her, hey, uh, I saw this game, you know, uh, a gigante. Uh, I'm not sure what it's called. It has zombies and there's a cop. Uh, I think it's called, you know, Resident or Resident something. And she said, oh yeah, Resident Evil. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, that's the game. Uh, I think it's, uh, you know, Leon, a cop. Is it Resident Evil? She's, oh yeah, Resident Evil Two. I have it. Like, you, you do really? And she said, yeah, you know, do you want to borrow it? I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> so I borrowed it. And um, of course, this is uh, extremely frowned upon, but there were a lot of shops that were pay to play. So you would pay like, back then it was like five pesos, which let's say it was like a dollar US, right? Just a rough estimate. And you could pick a game, pick a console, and they sold, uh, they sold chips, they sold Cheetos, they sold soda, you know, whatever you wanted to drink and you could play. And I knew the guy at the shop. And I said, oh, hey, I got this game. Can I try it out? Oh, yeah, man, sure, go ahead. And, of course, you know, I booted up. I saw the amazing Resident Evil 2 intro, which, you know, gave you a brief backstory of Resident Evil 1. So until then, I was caught up, right? And, of course, the game starts, and I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. I died, like, four times in a row. And I asked my buddy, I'm like, hey, dude, have you played this? Like, I have no idea how to work it. He's like, oh, yeah, man, you know, the, control the, the controls are kind of weird. But, you know up is down down is up you know it's just basically you feel like a tank so okay cool a tank all right i'll try it and you know i finally got it and you know i played like damn man two time time flew that, that day it was like an hour an hour and a half maybe in like in the heartbeat and of course i got nowhere i i don't think i even solved the uh the red gem puzzle in the rpd uh so you know that was my first uh, taste of resident evil so you know i had carried my uh my gaming love you know damn i've been playing 20 plus years i'm 30 ish so you know <laughs> been playing since i was like seven or eight 
but you know the two main loves uh, in my gaming life are you know sega you know sonic uh the genesis sega cd all that and resident evil but um once you know i i came back i moved back to the states and uh started uh you know college and all that i sort of fell out of love with video games and the reason uh, because of that was uh because i was i was working at gamestop at the time for anybody outside the u.s you know gamestop is a major major chain major gaming chain and yeah you know it was awesome like oh man i get to work around games and like you know people think you play video games all day but you don't it's retail right but instead of you know trying to sell someone crap that they're really not going to buy and something you really don't know shit about you know you're just talking games and for example we had the shooter guy who was all into halo uh i was a the, the quote horror guy you know resident evil you had uh you know two of the ladies that worked there were like obsessed with final fantasy especially final fantasy 11 uh, you know playing online and all that but i don't know i just like had such a saturation of shit games that yeah i mean i yeah i mean the second resident evil 4 came out bought it day one i, I didn't even have a gamecube i specifically held out because honestly there was nothing i wanted to play but resident evil 4 because you know back then it was exclusive right sorry i needed a drink of water so um you know i kept playing you know the resident evil as they came out but one thing I did neglect were the non-numbered titles, except for Code Veronica, because it had Claire in it, and obviously a continuation of the, you know, Chris Claire storyline. But for example, I didn't play Dead, I Dead Aim, I didn't play Survivor, uh, one or two. Uh, I didn't play um, uh, shit. I'm, I'm, I had brain fart. So I didn't play those games, but, you know, I did play Outbreak because, you know, it was online and it was awesome and you could play with people. But that in itself, that will be its own episode because, damn, so many good memories with Outbreak. So, yeah, I mean, I picked the floor, played it, played the shit out of it. And that's what got me back into Resident Evil. And I actually got my buddies onto Resident Evil. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're casual fans, uh, but they have played them. They do enjoy them. <laughs> and I actually had people calling me up when they were playing RE4, like... Hey dude, I can't be Kraus I can't be Krauser on the uh, on the tower. What the fuck do I do? Do you just have to shoot him in the feet? What? All right, man, hold on. They would put the phone down, do it, and then they would be like, "Dude, what the fuck?" All right, man, I'll call, I'll call you later. I'm gonna keep playing. All right, cool. So, part of uh, me, you know, falling back in love with games and with Resident Evil is, um, you know, playing. I want to play good shit. I'm tired of, you know, I'll just be honest, I'm tired of the Halos, I'm tired of the Call of Duties. And yes, they do have a place, but for example, and that's part of why I created the site to, you know, fully immerse myself back in Res Resident Evil lore and all that good stuff and play titles that I neglected, which I shamefully neglected. And the same deal with games, like for example, on the streams, whenever I bring people on, it'll be good retro stuff. and. It will be good hard or good easy, but it will be awesome. That That's the point of it, right? To have an awesome experience. <clears throat> so, um, yes, uh, it's funny. I actually thought this episode was going to be a bit longer, but damn, I'm almost done. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, um, you know, come to the site, goblin, the number six.com. So goblin6.com. 
there will be um, you know news posted there uh, again it won't be a scoop site like you know oh we were the first one to report it no it's stuff that you know I discover on my own and you know share it uh, of course you know notice I could be me to it and that's fine again it's not a scoop and uh, you know we are working on our own section which right now is called the Goblin 6 Files so you know some info on, on tech and the people behind the games and you know uh, the development of a game for example um, our focus will be really nerdy so uh, you know quick uh, you know uh, a quick you know nugget of information so for example you know today there exists a lot of uh, task management software right hell I'm staring at one right now I have two screens and I have the outline of this fucking episode on there Asana and there's Trello and you, you know boards and pins and all this shit but you know back in 2003 when they were working on the final version of Resident Evil 4 what what uh, was released to us Capcom basically set up their own Trello board right and you know you know stuff like that that's pretty cool but you know maybe people don't know about it and uh, yes of course Trello exists now and it's all good and it's in your browser but you know these guys build it from the ground up just for them so you know we will be you know uh, researching stuff like that and you know bringing it to the people and um, the website itself uh, it does have descriptions of games but there's no full plot analysis this is you know hopefully for example for people that have played the series it's like a slight refresher or you know for any, anybody hopefully discovering the series for the first time it won't ruin anything and hopefully it'll make them you know want to play the game um, and uh, on the website games are referred to by their Japanese name and a combination of the North American names so for example uh, yes in the West Resident Evil is called Resident Evil but in Japan where the you know where the series comes from is called Biohazard so um, so quick example so Resident Evil Dead Aim in Japan is called uh, oh shit what's it called it's a really long name Biohazard Gun Survivor Biohazard Gun Survivor 4 Heroes Never Die you know it has a weird fucking name like that so for example on Goblin 6 we refer to it as Biohazard Dead Aim and uh, so that would be Resident Evil Dead Aim right and uh, you know oh, Resident Evil 5 it's Biohazard 5 etc so uh, another reason for that is because on the side pan on the site actually typing in Resident Evil Dead Aim for example did not fit and it would get cropped out so fuck it fuck what was I gonna do oh shit Biohazard alright cool Biohazard Dead Aim that fits and people can get it that hey it's Resident Evil Dead Aim okay cool so that that's reason reasoning for the naming there um, and there is uh, you know a brief description of you know who directed it uh, which game engine was used if available what was the original plat target platform so for example like the resident evil remake right yeah it's an hd on steam on xbox one on ps4 on xbox 360 on ps3 uh, on the vita on the switch no it's not on the switch yet no no it's not uh, sorry i'm retarded but uh for example it was origi originally the original target platform was a nintendo gamecube so you know uh things like that and there are there are images there will be images on the site of you know stuff that we have gathered that is out there like for example screenshots of Resident Evil 2, 3, 4 and there are things that we have discovered 
uh, like for example, like uh, Game Engine Tech, right? Like MT Framework. So uh, those will be on there uh, with a nice little light box and all that, you know, pop up. But it, we will not uh, ever, ever, ever watermark anything. So even if, you know, Shinji Mikami himself emailed me, hey Hobbs, I hear some concept art that's never been released, put on your site. If <laughs> that were ever to happen, it will go on the site, but no bookmarks, no bookmarks. I mean, no bookmarks, pendejo, uh, sorry. No watermarks. Why? Because, well, you know, that's Capcom property. We do not own it. We did not create it. We're just sharing it. So, uh, you know, again, even if we're the first ones to post it online, uh, who cares, right? There will be no watermarks. Why? Because, um, you know, in the early 2000s, a lot of sites, like especially Silent Hill sites, uh, people did not want to share with each other. And yeah, you see like a cool image, but boom, it has a big ass watermark on it. So that in itself uh, uh, reduces the quality of the experience. And again, for example, like, you know, all this shit is owned by Capcom. If Capcom, you know, woke up one day and, you know, put the band hammer on all the Resident Evil fan sites, they could take all that shit down because that's their property. And, you know, that's, you know, hopefully they never do that. But, you know, people don't realize that one day Capcom could do that, right? Uh, even even this uh, podcast, like, uh, it will have uh, Resident Evil theme music in the background. Again, they could just take that shit down, you know, you know, it'll suck. But, you know, again, it's it's their, it's their, it's their child, right? It's their baby. So, yes, you know, we won't be watermarking anything. Uh, and I know a lot of sites, um, they are a little bit you know exclusive in a way with who they talk to and who they don't talk to uh, we're not going to do that um we have reached out to sites to affiliate and you know that would be cool you know it's um you know for anybody who's a soccer fan uh you know it's like you know me here being in the states you know playing an mls and if i'm able to affiliate with these guys it's like oh shit you know i just i was just bought by a european team and i'm you know i'm playing in europe now you know that would be cool but uh but yeah i mean anybody if you know you're from another website and want to affiliate hit us up the email the email is goblin at goblin6.com and uh yeah that's what we want to focus on here at the site we want to we want to speak to the people behind the fan sites we want to speak to the people behind the mods uh yeah you know it would be cool to you know interview dc douglas but you know it has been done already and that's great that's awesome but you know that that will be our focus you know talking to the community and you know hearing their stories what got them into resident evil um what was their journey here you know did they get into horror first or video games or was was it a mix of both um yeah that that's what we're interested in hearing you know other people's stories so that's pretty much it for this episode you know 35 minutes is pretty good uh so yeah guys i mean again you know, check out the site, Goblin6. There's links. There will be links to the forum, to Twitter. We won't be doing Facebook. Um, I, I know some people do Facebook. That's great. But for example, um, I want people to come to the site and experience Resident Evil, right? Because if we were to be in a group on Facebook, you just get lost in the Facebook junk uh there's ads everywhere and you know yeah that's how they make their money that's cool 
But for example, I want people to come to the site to have this experience. And uh, that's another uh, uh, mission statement as well. There will be no ads on the site. Um, no ads ever. Um, there are, um, for example, again, it's one-man operation, so you know, I'm fronting this out of my pocket, and you know, that's fine. Why? Because I love Resident Evil. I want to share the love. I want to, you know, <clears throat> create a space where other Resident Evil fans could gather and have a good experience. So, uh, yeah, so no Facebook there. Twitter, yes, for sure. Hell yeah, Twitter is awesome. And the forum, again, uh, there is a security question to, to stop those, uh, th that porn being <laughs> plastered all over the, uh, the, the site. Um, so there's a security question. It's on the top banner. It's Chris on the left side and Leon on the right side. It's that awesome scene in Resident Evil 6 where they're, they're pointing their guns at each other. So the security question is, what is the name, the first name of the character on the right? So the answer is Leon. You could type that in in all caps. You could type that all in lowercase. It could be capital L, lowercase E-O-N, whatever. But the answer is Leon. So again, that question that question is there for security purposes. But yeah, guys, so uh, we'll be rolling forward. And there will be more episodes of Spectre. This will be episode zero. So uh, remember, you can expect Resident Evil stuff, horror stuff, retro stuff, uh, community stuff. So yeah, so that's it for episode zero uh again uh call me hobbs <laughs> and yes i will see you guys on the next episode of specter which will be officially episode one so all right guys thanks a lot and have a good night see you guys soon <laughs>